this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Comic Book Noise. I'm your host, Derek Coward, Comic Book Noise. You can be found at comicbooknoise.com. It's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's the E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com. Or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's one of those things where I didn't realize how badly i can't breathe properly until i started talking um to do the podcast so that's why i started off with sniffing and why i keep running out of breath so forgive me if you're a long time comic book noise listener this is you're used to it but if this is your first episode they're not always like that anyway if you like to um donate to Comic Book Noise and the Deliberate Noise Network. Uh, please go to comicbooknoise.com slash patron. I believe that's what it is. Uh, that'll take you to the Patreon, uh, my Patreon campaign where you can um, donate. Oh, shoot. I'm driving, so I do not have the names of the, of the donors, of the patrons, but I would like to thank you one and all. Um, I appreciate it. Appreciate everything that you do for me. Trust me. Um, if you're not a patron, if you're not on Patreon, you can go to comicbooknoise.com um, and there are links where you can donate to the show. Um, and I would also like to really thank um, Michael Myers. Um, <laughs> there was a hiccup with the uh, network uh, past few days as of this recording. And Mike really, really helped me out. Um, and so I appreciate it. I appreciate him just like I appreciate everyone who's listening. So, <clears throat> lately I have been... Well, first off, there's this uh, podcast called uh, Critical Myth. All right. Um, I listened to a couple episodes... And it's a group podcast. You know, a lot of group podcasts I sort of um, lean away from um, simply because it's unfortunately it they almost always have uh, a bunch of in jokes or people talking over one another, which is okay sometimes because if you listen very carefully to this podcast, there are a lot of in jokes, and I do talk over myself a lot. <laughs> um, but they have uh, decided to, uh, well, they didn't just now decide to stop, but they, they stopped, and I finally found out why. And it's a lot, that has a lot to do with, uh, let's just call it toxic fandom, and we all know what I'm talking about when I say that. And I'm not pointing the fingers at any creators or any kind of gates out there. I'm just saying that we all know toxic fans, right? Um... <laughs> 
I don't know what they think they're doing when they get that way, but they really suck all the fun out of the, um, shit, they suck all the fun out of the hobby, um, yeah, I have my phone up to my mouth as I'm recording, and I just passed, uh, a, uh, a police officer sitting on the side of the road, I didn't really see him in time, because normally if I do, then I would, put the phone down like this and I'll just talk a little bit louder but he's still sitting there so I'm okay anyway nobody cares what happens in my car um anyway so you know you you, you get people like that and they they really suck the fun out of out of the um out of the hobby it doesn't matter what the hobby is you know uh earlier today I saw a um a news report about uh Star Wars fans uh, they have like I guess like the Star Wars attractions at um at the two big Disney parks, um, Disney World, Disneyland. I'm not sure which is which, um, but one of them opened already, and so they have a bunch of people going around there, and it's like this really big hit, and so you think that that would be good. You get a bunch of fans coming together, but then you find out that. Um, anything that's like not nailed down at the cantina or something uh, has made it up on eBay, you know. So people who are fans of this stuff are, you know, stealing basically and selling it. So are they really fans? You know, it's it's, it's like that. Um, I'm a fan of professional wrestling, and trust me, some of those fans are just as bad as any kind of gator that you can have from, um, in comics, you know, or games, you know, it's just like, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's not even really gatekeeping because a lot of the, a lot of toxic fans, it's like, they don't want anybody else in the club. So it's not, they're not even keeping the gate. They're shutting the gate. And what do you think happens if nobody, but you and your buddies are buying comic books, you know, it's like, I've seen a bunch of, um, discussions recently, where they were legitimately talking about, where is the comic industry going to be at in 10 years, you know, it, it could be gone, it'll, it'll definitely be changed from the way we know it now, but 10 years ago, look at how much things have changed in the past 10 years, you know, so do you think in another 10 years, it's going to be the same? No. Um, and I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming fans, toxic or otherwise for that. That's just, that's just how things go. Because it is a comic book business, you know. Um, businesses change, businesses evolve. But uh, <laughs> you're not helping if you're like a big um part of the uh, the ecosystem, you know, um, if you are somebody who buys a lot of comic books, but you want to keep other people from reading comic books, then what, are you going to pay more? <laughs> you know, do you want to pay more because they'll have to, to raise prices? No, you don't. You're going to complain because that's what happens. I don't know. This, this is weird. This is like, there is no way to solve the problem um, that, to me at least, toxic uh, fandom presents, unless 
you know, the, like I said, the non-toxic fans. I don't, I don't know, because even if we band together to shun them, aren't we pretty much doing the same? We're getting rid of the, um, the amount of people who want to buy comics, who want to be fans. I go so one, once again, I'm saying it's not just comic book fan, but since this is a comic book podcast, that's sort of what I'm focused on. Anyway, that's the sort of thing, and I don't know why I felt the need to talk about it for the past eight minutes, but it just came to mind, you know. Anyway, um, one thing that I'm super duper looking forward to, and I mean it super duper, I mean like a child, I am really looking forward to the new um, Legion of Superheroes uh, title that has been announced. It's going to be written by Brian Michael Bendis, who I think will do a good job. Maybe even borderline great job, because, let's face it, the guy does really good with um, ensemble casts, you know? And um, Ryan Sook, at least he... I don't know if he's going to be, like, a regular penciler, um, but he definitely did a bunch of designs. And in, anyway, it doesn't matter if he's going to be the regular penciler. Because even if he's on the book for like three or four issues, which is probably um, powerful, of course, for most uh, DC and Marvel books, once they start, they say, hey, this is going to be our creative team. And we will come out with somebody. And the artist usually leaves after three or four issues, you know. So I don't get too attached to the uh, beginning artist. Um, where they go after that is sort of what I'm. Um, what I would be curious about because I like Ryan Sook's art um, so I'm looking forward to it I'm really looking forward to this book I'm really really looking forward to this title it's funny because um, on Facebook one of my uh, memories from three four years ago was have they announced a new Legion of Superheroes book yet you know I mean it, it, it takes a while I'm a, I'm a, I've said it before I think everybody knows I'm a fan of the Legion I've always been a fan of the concept um, even when I don't think that I'm going to like the stories um, I find myself being brought around like when Mark Wade took over the book and it was I think it was Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes um this was Mark Wade. I was not a Mark Wade fan at the time, right? And then later on, I became a Mark Wade fan because I read a bunch of his other stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I let him give these books another try, right? <clears throat> I ended up picking up like the first twenty issues or so, which is face it, that's what a couple years, almost a couple years worth of stuff. And I read it, and I was just like, okay, you know, this this is good. <laughs> this is this is really good, you know. Um, even though that they made changes to the characters, they made changes to the team, and they made changes to the world, um, it worked, you know? I will admit that when they came back from New 52, and um, I want to say Paul Levitz was writing the book, I was not a, a big fan of that, uh, simply because it was... You see, I, I, I thought that New 52 was going to be a new start, you know? And for the most part, it was. But there were several storylines that carried on through a couple of different titles, you know. Um, I think Batman and the Green Lantern books were a perfect example that they just carried on where they were with, you know, some changes, but pretty much 
yeah, this is the story we were telling. This is the story we want to continue to tell. And unfortunately, Legion of Superheroes were like that. They were following up with Earthman, um, who I believe was this big racist. Um, and so, you know, like that sort of like bummed me out. But since there was another Legion book at the time called Legion Lost, where it was the Legion of Superheroes in the 21st century, I was like, okay, well, this will be my Legion book instead, you know? So that was the one I read. That's where I first found the, um, found out about the artwork of, uh, Pete Woods. It's actually pretty good, you know? And later on, he actually did, uh, Archie. He did a, a, a storyline on Archie, um, written by Mark Wade <laughs> that I really liked. So, there you go. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, once back, once again, time back to uh, Toxic Vandom. I am a, f- a, a member of two Legion of Superhero uh, Facebook groups. And, you know, you would think that a announcement for a brand new Legion series with one of the top writers and one of the top artists would generate some excitement in the groups. But, you know, no, they were all complaining, oh, Bendis is horrible, oh, Sook is, have these uh, ridiculous looking um, costumes, and they preferred Saturn Girl in a bikini, and it's just like, you know, you silly old fucks, it sound like a bunch of silly old fucks, you know? It's like, oh, uh, so I'm, 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 I just was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, you guys, you know, somebody didn't give you a, a damn hot fudge sundae and you complain because it doesn't have nuts. I'll let you finish the joke there. Anyway, um, so they were really bumming me out until, uh, I guess they were bumming out a bunch of other people in the groups <laughs> because all of a sudden we started seeing a bunch of, um, non-Bendis bashing, non, um, you know, those people who, who are just like, well, I like the Legion, so I guess I'll give it a try, you know, number one, nobody says you have to, <laughs> you know, it's like, either you will or you won't, you don't have to act like anybody's twisting your arm, but those guys have seemed, I guess, burnt out, because now you're getting a bunch of people who are actually looking forward to it, and are reminiscing about their favorite um, storylines and writers and artists and you know and it's all good until you know you get like eight or nine comments down and people start talking about oh yeah now we'll just have to see how Bendis fucks it up I was like alright asshole we get it we get it we get it Bendis crashed your grandma's funeral and took a shit in the punch bowl we get it he's obviously very busy because a lot of you are of that same attitude but anyway so, looking forward to that. One thing that I have been doing and I've really, really been enjoying is um, I got the DC Universe app. Um, I wasn't going to, and I was just like, okay, until, you know, because it was, it was focused more towards movies and TVs, and, you know, and with a very little bit of um, comics, you know, that's what everybody told me, it was like, oh yeah, they've got all these movies, they've got this TV show, you know, and as soon as they get more comics, it'll be really good, because right now, it's got a very limited selection, and then they said, yeah, we're going to add, like, thousands of new comics, I was like, alright, 
now I'll jump on board. Um, and so that has been, you know, really cool because there's series that I didn't even know about. Like there's one called The New Superman where Superman is apparently a Chinese guy. You know, and I'm I'm not being, you know, racist. Like, Yo, he's an Asian American. No, he's a guy from China. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, there you go. I'm looking forward to this. You know, I read the first issue and I was really like, oh, wow, this is really good. Um, so I'm going to read some more of that. Um, I've been watching uh, Doom Patrol and I have gotten away from binging simply because of the whole Game of Thrones thing. Um, I, what the hell is this guy listening to very loud? Holy shit, he looks like Vince B. That's not him. Definitely not him. Anyway, um, uh, I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, Then I came back for the second season of Game of Thrones, and by the end of the first episode of the second season, I was like, I have no idea who any of these people are. I don't care, you know? So I just stopped watching it. Then, of course, it's like, okay, this is the final season. Um, all right. So I, I, I binge watched everything. Once, once they gave a, a, a specific date for the final season to start, that's when I started watching. So I watched like <laughs> seasons two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Six. Yeah. Well, anyway, I watched all of them up until the very end, right? And then I started watching them every week. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about, oh, this character is acting out of, um, out of character, no, you know, this particular character is not acting the way they should be acting, this one has a whole new characterization, this one, why does one, I'm, you know, this person would not do that, and I'm trying to not spoil, and I'm thinking, are you kidding, I just watched this, like, last week, and this character just did this, you know, and it's like, it occurred to me that we had two different um, interpretations of that final season because I was looking at the final season as um, the end of the story that I had been watching and they had been watching it as a TV show and there was like a very long gap so they were able to uh, change their own perceptions and their own um, motivations for things because it's one of those deals was like I see this on the um, screen. I don't like this, so I'm going to change it so that they forget that, okay, this character who's acting like a sociopathic killer has been that way for seasons. Um, And this uh, other character who's acting like a... this other character who's going back to somebody they should not go back to, yeah, it was kind of obvious they were always going back to that person. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. But anyway, so <clears throat> that's when I realized, yeah, I, I'm, I don't want to go through the whole binge thing anymore. You know? Um, I'm just going to watch them one at a time. You know, no more than two episodes a day, 
you know, and I can't, I, I can't sit and watch anything every day anymore, um, because I, like I said, I just got, got burnt with the, um, I got burnt out with uh, Game of Thrones, um, so I'm watching a little bit of Doom Patrol at a time, so that it feels more comfortable for me, um, but now I'm real, I'm realizing that this is like a spinoff of Titans, so I'm gonna go back and watch Titans, because, you know, I like Titans, but that one seems like it's way different, um, but that's okay, you know, because let's face it, oh, what was it, uh, somebody was talking about, uh, yeah, it was, um, Alan Moore, you know, Thing it was one of his uh, like the last Superman story, and he was like, "This is an imaginary story." But then again, aren't they all? You know, and this is like, okay, yeah, think about it that way. These are all imaginary, but at the same time, in DC universe, they're all part of the um, the multiverse. You know, with a bunch of infinite Earths, because even though it was a crisis of infinite Earths, um, that was just a crisis for the. Um, reader, you know, all those different realities still exist somewhere. You know, it's just our focus that has changed. Anyway, so I liked um, the original Doom Patrol, where it was uh, Chief Robot Man, um, Elastigirl, Girl, and Negative Man. You know, I liked them, and then they disappeared. And then there was uh, the new Doom Patrol with um, Oh Tempest. Uh, what's the Tempest? Joshua Clay, um, woman who says she was Chief's wife, negative woman, and, um, Robot Man, you know? And I like them, right? <laughs> and then, you know, fast forward, it's the, uh, the, the, the Paul, uh, Gutenberg and Steve Lytle. Uh, Doom Patrol, which I really liked. And then Eric uh, Larson took over, and I really liked it. And then um, Graham Morrison and Richard Case took over, and I was like, what the fuck was that? You know, I mean, a lot of people will read that first Grant Morrison novel, I mean, novel, that first Grant Morrison um, issue, you know, years after it happened, and they're just like, oh, wow, you know, I read Grant Morrison's stuff, this is this is just really out there, you know, and they'll read it, and they'll just, oh, man, this is just Grant Morrison at his, at his finest, right, but, you know, I was there at ground zero, okay, <laughs> I went from a superhero story to Grant Morrison bending reality, and it's like, what the fuck did I just read, you know, so I stuck around for for a while, and I went, Anyway, um, so yeah, Doom Patrol is cool with me, and they have a cyborg on the team, which this is a cyborg from the Titans team, and not just they just didn't decide. Okay, we're just going to put cyborg in there. Apparently, there's backstory, so I'm going to go and check that out once I finish this season. Um, yeah, so that's really what I've been doing. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's. Oh yeah, um, I'm probably for the patrons going to talk about Sarah from uh, was it TKO comics um, 
And, oh, definitely, I've got to get back to doing Love and Rock Cast, simply because I read a, a recent issue of uh, Love and Rockets that completely changed the interpretation of um, one of their oldest and most beloved stories. I mean, I read that and I was like, oh, shit, that explains a lot and yet at the same time it changes the perception of what I had before and what a lot of people had before you know but that's for later because right now I'm at work so right now I'm done making a lot of noise a lot of comic book noise take it easy